You are listening to CFCR 90.5 FM. It's time for the nerdy news. It's Punch Radio, and you have a Daveless episode. We're going to talk about a bunch of nerdy stuff, Brennan and I, and we will hear from Hank and Craig a little later. But uh, we've got three things that are pressing. First of all, we are going to have a Sask Expo recap from Brennan. And then we'll hear from Hank and Craig. And then we're going to talk about free comic book day because it is free comic book day eve. Tomorrow is the happiest day of the year when you can go to any comic book store and get free comics. So we're going to talk about what Amazing Stories is doing and some of the choices. And then at the end, we're going to talk about a really super cool event that's happening in exactly one week's time next Friday is Major Party's Major Live Karaoke Party. And it is a fundraiser for Crocus Co-op. So we'll give you all the deets on that. But first, again, we're starting off and I am on tenderhooks. I wanna know how the con was for you, Brennan. Tell me some stories. Okay, so just last week we had the uh, Sask Expo. So it's the first time we had the Expo in two years, you know, because the world changed, we couldn't have one. And overall, I was really excited to be back. Um, there were less vendors this year and just because some had to drop out because of COVID. Uh, but the crowd response was great. Um, the panels were really good. Overall, it was a really good return to the con. Now, personally, I had some pretty cool things that I got involved in. So as aforementioned, um, there is Major Party, the two-time, two-time Saskatchewan air guitar champion that I happen to be very, very good friends with because I happen to be that person. And Major Party... Uh, was invited to be the MC for the cosplay red carpet this year. So myself and Todd Bobby, uh, we got to be on stage. We got to introduce all the cosplayers as they came in. We got to talk to them a little bit, have them do a pose, take some pictures. Um, and it was really thrilling to see how many people came out for the cosplay. Um, it started at 4.30. They had it booked to go until 6, and it ran right until 6. Before we started, we had a list of about 20, 25 people. And by the time it was said and done, I think we had like 75 or 80 people that came out. So it was great to see all the costumes. There were so many high quality ones, so much care and time that was put into it. So that was on the Saturday. And then the Sunday, myself, AKA slash major party, which I usually say is one of my best friends, but for this one, I'll let you look behind the curtain a little bit. Um, I got to moderate my first panel. So I got to talk to uh, Catherine McNamara, who is quite well known for her parts in Arrow, uh, Shadow Hunter uh, and the Stand miniseries, and it was really great getting to be on stage and be the person who gets to ask the questions and be in control. Wrong term, but basically be in control of the entire panel. Not gonna lie, a little nerve wracking because you're talking with someone who's a professional actress who is used to speaking in public, and it's not that I'm not used to speaking in public, but it's just in a different different forum. The panel went really great. Catherine McNamara was super excited. Um, she said. Our expo was actually the first Comic-Con she'd ever been to. Uh, and then she said she wished she would have known about these sort of things when she was growing up because she would have absolutely loved it. Before I went on, I bought a Millennium Falcon pendant and uh, she made a comment about being a Star Wars geek. I'm like, oh, look what I bought today. And she said, oh, wow, that's incredible. I'm like, yeah, that's what all the Hollywood actresses say to me all the time. You know, no big deal. But it was really fun. We kept a really nice mood. Uh, a lot of great comments afterward. Like, like I said, she was, she was very gracious and, and very nice. Um, and it was just, again, nice to see just everybody out again, 
smiling, having a great time. And uh, like I said, I got to do a couple of really, really cool things. And now that I've done it once, not going to lie, it's, it's, uh, I think I'm, I've been bitten by the moderating hosting bug. You know, um, I do want to keep going back as a fan, but I think I definitely want to go back and uh, be on the stage. You know, once you've been on that side, it's, uh, it's difficult to go back. But overall, it was a very, very successful return to the Sask Expo. That is awesome to hear. I'm glad that everybody had a good time and Punch was well represented. Both Hank and Craig hosted panels as well. And I think they did a bit of shopping and I'm sure we'll hear a little bit about their experiences as well. So good job. Let's uh, look forward to the next one. Any any other uh, news to share? Did you buy anything cool? You know, I wasn't even planning on, on buying just because I, I did a lot of purchasing in Calgary, but I did come across... Uh, a couple of cool Brave and Silver Age Brave in the Bolds. One had some Neil Adams artwork in it, which I thought would be appropriate, you know, being said he's recently passed away. I did go for the autograph picture with Catherine McNamara. Uh, I did get a selfie with her backstage by myself, which was cool. But then I thought, you know, this was my first panel. I should go get like a professional photo. But then I was starting to talk to people and I got late and I missed it. So I went and got the autograph anyway. And she signed it to Major Party and said, thanks for a great panel and things. So, you know, a couple of cool comics and then some more just like personal memorabilia. So the last two cons for me have been very much got to meet Kevin Smith in Calgary, who's someone I've been a big fan of for a long time and got to read on stage with him. And he signed my picture and it was super great. And now I have another really personal picture. So uh, yeah, for me in a couple of weeks, I've had some really good personal connections with the expo, which, uh, which is great, you know, and that's, that's what it's for. It's, it's, you know, buying things is awesome, but no matter what you're there for, whether it's meeting other fans or meeting creators or meeting artists, you always find something you take away from it that's personal to yourself. And it's not always just about buying things, even though buying things is really, really cool while you're there. Awesome. All right. Well, for those of you who did go, make sure that you give some feedback to Prairie Land so that they know what worked, what didn't work, what you want to see for the next one, because it's uh, building blocks, right? We're, we're coming back from a uh, hiatus and we want to see this thing grow and get better. So uh, definitely give feedback. It's super, super important going forward. All right. So let's hear from Hank and Craig. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about free comic book day. Hey everybody, Craig Sillifan here on Punch Radio on CFCR 90.5 FM and I am joined as always by my good buddy Hank Cruz. Hank, how's it going man? It's uh, joined by the guy with the same haircut as me. Ball yes. brothers for life. Zero shade noggins. Yeah. We look like the rock. We do. Whiter but pastier. Well, you know what? And not, uh, not as like top heavy, you know? Like maybe... He's got a little bit more muscles, but like, whatever. Yeah, maybe more like midsection heavy. Yeah, right? Like, um, we've got things he doesn't, okay? So, um, before we get going, uh, I will apologize for any of the background noise today because uh, uh, radon is in your home. It's in everybody's home. It's in homes all across the world. The radon gas is in the ground. It comes up through your basement. It is the number two cause of lung cancer in the world, right behind smoking, and most people don't know about it. Well, right now, I'm getting a radon mitigation system put into my home because I've tested my radon levels the last three months way too high. So here's the thing. If you don't know what radon is, Google it and check it out because it's in your home and it's not good. I'm getting the system put in right now. So the loud noise is back there. That's what's happening. But... Ozark, did you know that the final episodes have uh, 
been put on the Netflix there, Craig? I did. They dropped him pretty fast and furious there at the, I guess it was like the end of last week. And I didn't even get, I haven't, didn't get a chance to uh, start watching them until, uh, you know, early this week, uh, just because there's been so much other great TV, which, which we'll get to, but, but yeah, so, I, I, so I've so only watched one while. episode so far. And because of Expo, I uh, didn't have time to watch this weekend. So my wife and I started watching while she fell asleep last night right at the end of the second last episode and then like waking her up i'm like please can you just stay awake for another hour 11 minutes there's only one episode left she couldn't <laughs> do it couldn't do it i'm like man but anywho the final episode's up on netflix uh i do i've got the one episode left and honestly i am unsure how everything is going to wrap up to my satisfaction to the internet satisfaction uh i already saw a couple things where people were a little upset about the ending so i don't know uh i am very worried about it um i'll keep the spoiler free because um, I, I don't want to ruin anything for anybody but um like some other series that we have enjoyed uh, like say breaking bad where you get a, a character who turns bad yet you're still rooting for him and you're like yeah this is like the best thing i've ever seen i gotta tune in every week we're here with ozark um laura linney uh plays wendy bird now her character from the beginning she starts off i guess good and then her character is turning bad the whole way through well now she has done such a good job of playing wendy bird um but it's not we're cheering for her we actually want her to get taken to the train station so now i'm hoping in the last episode here that she does get taken to the train station because uh uh she is too much she is one of the worst human beings ever to be on television and like oh but laura when are you playing it very well um that combined with julia garner's uh portrayal of ruth langmore which is one of the most memorable uh memorable performances that i've seen on television uh leading up to the final episode here it's everything that uh, i've enjoyed about ozark uh has been happening but uh i don't know i'll, I'll let you know uh, next week uh, what happens or how i feel about this final episode here because uh I don't want them. I, there, I've 43 episodes uh, leading up to the final episode. So that's almost 43 hours of television that I hope I didn't waste my time because if they've ruined this, I'm going to be very angry. Yeah, there's very nothing angry. worse than uh, dropping the ball at the last minute there. Uh, I, I, I'm with you on the Laura Linney thing. Like, I, I mean, I think, you know, she started out, as you said, as kind of a good guy and then, you know, pushing sort of against some of the stuff Marty was doing. But then I think it was like the end of season three or so she kind of had this character flip and to me it wasn't at first that she was becoming a bad guy I mean she was having to do some things that were uh bad but it was more like she was realizing the reality of the situation and she was enough of an ass kicker to know how to deal with it and so to me it was very like pro-feminist like uh you know she was taking the reins and never mind what the men are doing like she's a, she's a kick-ass lady basically uh and so to steer that further into this sort of villain idea i like i'm not liking it like i i think she should still have some redemption it's funny there's a there's a problem on tv and you mentioned uh walter white i know david chase had a similar issue with like tony soprano where they had these characters that were like you know doing these horrible things and by the end you know they were trying to show you that these people were monsters, but everything they showed you that these characters did, the audience just loved them more as if the audience were like just as sociopathic as, as the oh, characters yeah. themselves. But for some reason, they haven't quite captured captured that with uh, with Laura Linney's character so far. Again, no spoilers, and I've only seen the no first spoilers, but the last, but uh, she gets uh, she gets even worse. For now, it's. Uh, 
like she's in charge like uh, marty and they even make a point like marty's talking to his daughter about uh um what's happening and she's basically like well mom's running the show you, you don't know what you're doing and like what is happening here <laughs> yeah it's, she's so she's so evil it is so awesome so um far, the other I mean thing is uh, uh sorry right after ozark i don't know if you've uh, heard about this or not but uh, uh paramount plus now has um a show called uh the offer which is uh showcasing the oscar-winning producer albert uh roddy's never before revealed experience of making the godfather so that's what i'm going to start watching right after ozark i came on paramount plus uh, i guess on, on friday i didn't know until uh last night so oh i think it's on ad for that and there was an actor I think it was it like not Ty Sheridan, uh, Miles Teller. Miles and he looked Teller, like Jimmy yeah. Conn, like he had like kind of James Conn, Conn's hair. So I assume he's playing James Conn. He's actually he's playing Ruddy. He's playing the producer. Oh, okay. Well, maybe maybe uh, they all had James Conn hair back in yeah, those days. Do. But it looks uh, it looks really good. So I'm gonna start watching that. Interesting. Uh, I have uh, like I said, there's there's so much good stuff right now. Uh, it's 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 a veritable like uh, embarrassment of riches on on TV. And I've been obviously watching Winning Time. And so this coming weekend is the last episode. It's been sort of interesting because they really took their time at the start of the season, like building all the, the preseason stuff. And, and now like the, the, the last episode that I watched was like sort of all the semifinals of the playoffs in like one episode, really. So they really started cranking up the pace of the timeline, you know, towards the end there. But obviously it's had a bit of controversy uh, because it's been, you know, some of the people that are actually portrayed in the show uh, are, you know, kind of saying, well, there's a lot of like stuff that didn't happen here. And then HBO has leaned into that instead of like defending it. Basically, they're just like, yeah, which is I think is fair. Like, I mean, I can understand if they made a movie of my life and, you know, I thought that there was some untruths in there, you know, I would be mad, too. But like it's it's ultimately fiction. Right. Like, I mean, just like any other movie. I mean, you know, you think of some of those movies you know, the Disney based on a true story movies where Kurt Russell's on a hockey team in Alaska or something, or was that uh, Russell Crowe? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But like, oh, are you telling me everything in that movie that happened wasn't absolute truth? Like, of course it wasn't. So, you know, you got to condense the, even Chernobyl, like was fairly accurate, but like still had a lot of like composite characters and things like that. So I think it's just a dumb argument in general. Like I can understand why someone would be mad if they weren't portrayed well, but you know, it's dumb. And then uh, Better Call Saul, a uh, few episodes of that left, but I, I'm very confused right now between Ozark and Better Call Saul because they're such similar shows. Uh, and Ozark kind of always was a bit of a like Breaking Bad light. Uh, but even some of the actors have been the same, like the guy that plays Lalo on uh, on Better Call Saul, uh, Salamanca, was, that's just fun to say, Hector Salamanca. Uh, but those, Ooh, that again. guy was say on, uh, hey, Say it again, say it again. Hector Salamanca, Lalo Salamanca. It's just Salamanca is really fun to say. But, uh, you know, Lalo is on Ozark uh, and, and you know, very similar stories. So, and the, the, pro the problem is Better Call Saul is like 50 times better than Ozark. So it always starts to pale in comparison. And even going back to Ozark a bit, like some of the things I've been seeing in the episode, again, no spoilers, but some of those things are annoying. Like a, a lot of arguments they have over like who's doing what, but it's, ultimately they never sit down and go, look, we did this to protect you. Like, you know, when the son gets all mad and they turn it into like a teenage fight with his mom, but it's like, oh, we yeah. did all of this to protect you because there was a drug cartel who will like uh, dissect people and hang them from things alive. You know, that's horrible. 
and so but we had to protect you. And everyone sort of glosses over me. me, Dad. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like you know, so it's it's some of that gets a bit silly, and even some of the stuff Ruth was doing in the in the episode I just saw was kind of silly. But um, but anyway, uh, I am looking forward to watching the final few episodes, and I and I hope it turns out well. We got to throw back to uh, Jody and everybody here, so we will come back. I guess probably next week and winning time and Ozark and everything will be uh, finished for us. Bye. All right, thank you, fellas. So. Free Comic Book Day. It is absolutely one of my most favorite holidays of the year. It's a big, big day. It's been a big part of my life for like the last decade. And we, we've always done like a huge circus, basically, at Amazing Stories until two years ago when we couldn't. And then last year, we were able to do a little bit of a more like what we used to it was held in August and we uh, definitely didn't have the bouncy castle and all the games and stuff like that, but a bit of a return to form. And tomorrow, I think it'll be more like what we had before. Still scaled back, but amazing. So what is in store for you for Free Comic Book Day? So just to recap, Free Comic Book Day is a worldwide event. You can go to any comic book store and get free comics and different places have different deals. You know, sometimes if you buy something, you get more, uh, but definitely you can go anywhere and you don't have to make a purchase to get some comics for sure. At Amazing Stories, we are going to have an amazing artist alley. Super pumped. This is kind of the who's who of local creators. At Amazing Stories, we will have Jeff and Kyra Burton. Mark Allard Will, Ryan Howe, Braden Martins, Audra Ballion, Colin Work, Brett Stevenson, Elaine Will, and Braden Hafachuk. So that's super cool. We are also going to have some special guests from the 501st. So that's the local contingency of people who like to dress up in Star Wars costumes. And the, you have to have like an on-point costume to be part of the 501st. Like you can't just join with some rinky dink plastic thing. You gotta have like a really good outfit. So I know for sure we've got a uh, stormtrooper coming. We have Batman coming in the afternoon. So about 1.30 ish onwards, uh, we have Batman coming and all day we will have the Scooby-Doo mystery machine parked in our parking lot. How freaking cool is that? so excited. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about a couple of comics that we have up for grabs, and there are like dozens and dozens and dozens of titles to choose from. What I'm so excited about is just how many good kids titles they are, because this day is often like the first comic experience for a lot of little ones. This is the first comic that they ever get, and so it's really, really neat to like see their little eyes light up and it's like I get to keep this it's like yeah and you get to pick out like a whole bunch more so those are cool so I thought I would go through some of the big named offerings that I think people will probably be most excited about um, Marvel is offering an Avengers X-Men slash Eternals Judgment Day number zero so this kicks off a big event in their universe. They are also offering up a Spider-Man Venom number one. And this one has like a Spider-Man story. It has a Venom story. And it also has a little teaser for an Avengers thing in it as well. Uh, the the Spider-Man story was kind of light. The Venom story, not light. So I would say this is definitely in the like 
18 plus maybe category um, for readers. DC has Dark Crisis number zero. So this is their big event coming up. So you definitely wanna pick up this issue so you get introduced to what the heck is going to be going on. And then for the younger readers for DC, they have a book called Galaxy, The Prettiest Star and The League of Super Pets. I love the DC League of Super Pets. They're really good stories. Like everybody, like, you know that Superman has Crypto the dog, but not everybody knows that Flash has a turtle and that Wonder Woman has a kangaroo and all the different heroes have pets and they have their own adventures as well. We will have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Avatar, that's going to be huge, Barbaric, Bloodborne. Uh, there's a Jeff Lemire book that's coming out, Blood Orchard Mythos, and it's a prelude to that new series coming out. Uh, for an adult reader, you might pick up Bunny Mask. This is like really dark horror. We will have Dav Palkey's Dogman for younger readers, which is super good. Uh, we talked about Donald Duck a couple of weeks ago. There'll be Doctor Who, Enemies, Fuzzy Baseball Triple Play. Sounds like a lot of fun, and that's for kids. Uh, Kaiju number eight, Jonah and the Impossible Monsters. Marvel has uh, Marvel Voices, which is a collection anthology. So that's kind of cool. Max Meow, Cat on the Street. Nottingham has a local collection. Uh, this is Shane Volk, and he's originally from Saskatoon, but now lives in Calgary, I believe, and also is in the band One Bad Son. And he has that book, Nottingham, and it just lit up the shelves last year. So this will be cool and you could pick it up for free. Pokemon, Red Sonja, Stranger Things, Street Fighter, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Archie, Realm of the Blue Mist. And this one's gonna be super hot. The Walking Dead, Clementine number one. It's a spinoff of Walking Dead, which is of course a huge, huge comic. And I think that one is gonna be like a real winner. So. That's kind of some of the stuff that you can pick up. I'll do a quick review for Spidey and His Amazing Friends, which I read today, which is very much a junior comic. And it has lots of extra stuff in it. Like there's a coloring page and there's some puzzles and a word search. And there's a bunch of different little stories in it. But it also has instructions on how to read a comic, which I thought, okay, it seems obvious. But you know what? It's not obvious. If you've never read a comic before, knowing to read like, panel to panel, top to bottom, left to right, and that the bubble that has the little like connector to somebody, like that's who's speaking. It's not obvious if you never read a comic before. So I thought that that was a really nice touch that they included that. And uh, that will be definitely one that is sought after and that I think a lot of kids should pick up. Are there any uh, particular titles that you're excited to pick up, Brennan? That list was so extensive, it's it's hard to keep track, to be honest. What I like about Free Comic Book Days, exactly what you said, I've helped out and I've worked it, and you give people their first comic. And I've had that experience when you give a young reader their first comic, and it's how excited they are. And I'm always surprised. I always find some title that I think I would never pick up. But I think, okay, it's for Free Comic Book Day, I'll try it out. And I've always been surprised. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man one you just talked about, I love comics when they have mazes and puzzles and crosswords and that type of thing. So as a kid, I love those. So there's a very good chance I'll probably pick one of those up. So uh, no, I'm just excited to, to be there and to, um, you know, help out with 
you know, all the punch stuff I can do and uh, just enjoy the day. It'll be great. It will be great. Um, and regardless of what comic store you go to, you will have a good time. It's right now sort of looking rainy, but I'm hoping that's not the case. But there's lots of tents uh, in the parking lot on 8th Street so that it will keep safe all of the comics and all of the artists. And uh, yeah, if you want to come by, uh, we're running it from 10 till 4 and the punch crew will be there. Hank and Craig and Brennan and Kathy with her trusty camera will be interviewing folks there and giving away comics and just having an awesome, awesome time. So stop by. You will not be disappointed that you did. Okay, we have a lot to talk about today. So let's fill this in before we run out of time. And that is a huge fundraising event that is going to be a super party. It's going to be so much fun. Major parties, major live karaoke party. It's going to take place next Friday at the Coors Event Center. And it is a fundraiser for Crocus Co-op. Now, Brennan, what is Crocus Co-op for those out there that don't know what it is? So Crocus Co-op is a center for people uh, that are dealing with various types of mental health issues. And it's a place that they can come and get support. They can socialize, but they can also work and get jobs. So it's the kind of place that some of them, one day maybe their job is to go out and they can help with their shoveling crew or they can help with their lawn care crew. They can help make lunches. They can help with the classes. And some days their job might just be just to show up and be social and be comfortable to help them through their day. So it's a, an extremely important charity here in Saskatoon. It's been running since 1983. Um, and it's really a home away from home for people that, again, may be affected by high anxiety, bipolar affective disorder, schizoid disorder, um, any one of those type of things that they can go there for support and uh, for guidance through the day. That's awesome. They need a new truck. So this event is to hopefully raise a whole bunch of money. So proceeds from the gate, but there's also some really excellent prizes in the silent auction as well. And in addition to like some awesome rock and roll performances by Violent Betty and Ultimate Power Duo, people can like bid to perform karaoke with a live band. And that live band is you. It is. So Major Party is making his first world premiere parents as a professional musician. So Violent Betty and Ultimate Power Duo are combining their forces and we're learning a set of 15 or 20 different cover tunes. And you can bid to come and sing on stage for karaoke. Keep in mind, all the money is going right to Crocus Co-op. It's, it's a big fundraiser. It's supposed to be fun. We're doing a collection of 80s, 90s kind of rock songs. If you go to our Facebook event page for Major Parties Live, Major Karaoke Party, you will see that every couple of days, we're gonna put a couple of new songs that will be on the set list. So if you go every day and check that out, you might find a song that you want. We're even considering maybe taking requests. Um, I, have, I have an idea and I'm not sure if I can talk the band into it, but I'll see. But if you're willing to give us a really awesome bid, like let's say a hundred bucks or something, you can pick whatever song you want and we'll run off the stage during a break, come back in five or 10 minutes and see if we can play it. Now. It might not be that good, but we will do our best. We are willing to put our professionalism on the line so you can get the song that you want to play. So it's really fun. Like I said, with all the silent auction, uh, with the silent auction money, the ticket money, the, the whatever we can get, all of it's going right to Crocus Co-op. And we really want to help support them so they can get a new truck for their snow removal and their lawn care business. But it'll be a super, super fun time. Uh, both the bands haven't played in three or four years, partly because we got busy and then the world changed and we couldn't. Now we can. So we're starting off with a big bag 
big bad party to get spring going. So make sure you come out, bring all your friends. Okay, you can get your tickets at the Coors event ticket uh, website. And uh, we will talk a little bit about more, more about this like next Friday, just before the show. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to have Kevin come on. He's the coordinator and uh, tell you all about the party that you do not want to miss. And that wraps up another episode of Punch Radio. Until next time, keep your dukes up. Thank you.